You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome back to 32 Fans, not in 32 days. This is an emergency podcast, so you've recorded a bunch without me. I think we're actually going to post this before some of them, but I've been absent. I've been very busy at work, and the fans are upset about it. And um, Bill Simmons had Matthew Barry on his podcast the other day, and there was a discussion about a Bill Simmons column, one of the first columns he wrote for uh, Page 2 on ESPN, in 2001 called How to Win at Fantasy uh, something. I don't know because the, the website is sort of broken. So it says How to Win at Fantasy and then a bunch of characters dot, 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 and. And annoy people. Yeah. And annoy people. Probably I something like the, that. Yeah, but yeah. a lot of the old page two articles and certainly the Grantland stuff is like is like dead. It's just dead links. Like people were asking for an old Grantland podcast in our group and just it, it's just not fine. It does not exist. It's yeah. not on the internet. So it's kind of, so just to give you an idea of how dated this episode is, first of all, this happens in a pre-9-11 world. Uh, this was posted August 31st, 2001. I think I know where I was that day. Yeah. Well, let's let's just read the first. So it's it, here's how it starts. Here are 25 tips for winning your fantasy Wait, football Wait, can we draft. say why we're even talking about this though? Yeah. Okay. Because, right, because he Bill Simmons had Matthew Barry on yeah, his I literally just week. said that two minutes ago. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I was fixing something. But, um, so you weren't listening one minute to the podcast. I was not listening as usual. It's okay. I haven't listened to like the episodes that you've been doing without me, although I sort of listened to like the very beginning and the very end just to make sure like the, the, the tracks Oh, you should listen to the new segment, Make Fun of Alex Chester. Well, it's a hit. So it was a, a reference you made at the end of the, of the Seattle episode coming up makes me a little bit nervous about what's going on in the middle of that episode. But I'm not going to listen. No, it's nothing so bad. Right. Nothing that nothing – that, okay. he just sort of destroyed your essence. It's not, it's not so bad. Um yeah, so this is I, – I, all Simmons stuff is very – it's like – all Bill Simmons stuff is like it would fit in today at Barstool Sports. Yeah. Um, the Except like the spelling is probably better here. The But um, I, I listen, people have changed a lot in 17 years. Yeah, I mean to be fair, so, so some of this is not really fair to blame Simmons. So let me give you an example. Uh, I'm not blaming Simmons. This well, was revolutionary. Yeah. This was well, like, hold on. So let's just this read – this is how the article problem. starts. Here are 25 tips for winning your fantasy football draft, even if they could potentially cost you some friends in the process. Number one, do your homework. Buy at least two books and magazines. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I still buy a magazine if I'm at the airport in July you? or August. Why? Why would you it's, need four-month-old you know, information? 
it's it's old and it's useless. It is. I like having the schedule. I like I like it's like a nice laminated schedule. Oh my if god, I ever that's such an schedule. insane. I mean, so I've mentioned before on this podcast in uh, in my longtime fantasy football league, which existed even before, is older than this uh, than this column we're making fun of. Uh, mm-hmm. So there's a very old man in our uh, fantasy football league named Ari Diskin. He's I think he's in his late sixties, and he shows. Yeah, he, you mentioned him yeah, recently. He shows up with magazines. I don't know if he's doing it in 2018, but he was doing it in like 2015. You shouldn't show up t- with magazines, al- although I like reading. I like the actual tangible magazine, even though they're useless. Sports Illustrated, because I I've bought them in you know. Uh, airports like 12 years in a row yeah and sports illustrated is so bad always and it's like smaller uh some of the one the magazine i bought last year like had idps in the draft like this is your default yeah like in the like one percent of leagues i think play with IDPs. well yeah i mean you know it's funny because if you sit down at a fantasy football draft and whip out a magazine it's almost like sitting down at the poker table and saying like so guys which is better i forget is it is it a straight or a flush Except that it would literally by be like reading theory of poker yeah. at the poker well, but, but, table, but, like reading but, a poker book. <laughs> no, I think a poker poker book is more advanced than like a. Yeah, no, that's true. Book. Yeah, it would be like poker for for idiots, <laughs> right? Like an actual like David Sklansky poker book would be way more advanced. That's yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, so it's kind of crazy how dated this is. Uh, by the way, so did you play fantasy football that year in the two thousand one football season, or were you morning? I'll tell you what. Yeah, I'll, I. I wasn't – I guess I wasn't cool enough to – there was one league in, in school. Um, it, I, we were both abroad that year. I don't think I was invited to the league. I, and, again, we had literally just gotten there like two days earlier. So it was sort of like who you knew coming in. So I don't think I was invited. But then by like baseball and, and college basketball season, I was running the pools, like the March Madness and the baseball. But I actually think this is the only year – from you know of the last like zillion years where I didn't play fantasy football, but I you know I I had to hear our our mutual friend Stu who's been in your fantasy league for twenty years, his thing is still going around telling everyone how good his team is and who's on his team and listing the whole team, so he did that to every single person in our school all day every day, in two thousand one. And how did he finish that year? Well, I can tell you who's on his team still from seventeen years ago. He had David Boston. Okay. You could you could you could double check this. I don't think he won it. But I know he had David Boston because he talked about like David Boston basically becoming the new Jerry Rice. Okay. Uh, but I, we can ask him if he remembers his team. But this was Simmons on the podcast starts talking about like how nerdy it is that like it must be awful for Barry that everyone has to yeah. like talk about their fantasy team a minute after describing in detail his 2007 fantasy. Yeah, team. of course. And he's like famously atrocious at fantasy football. Simmons in that podcast with Barry so many must have comments. listed like. Yeah. 30 different like his idea in a one quarterback league of just buying nine and it's an auction so they could just drive the price up on any decent quarterback like yeah what yeah corner the market so nobody else can have the like the philip rivers and matthew staffords of the world yeah it's a great it's a great he plan. was passionately against ppr for some reason which i don't understand i understand by the way if you want to say half point ppr is the best yeah, that's what I understand. Yeah. But the same guy who like has been yelling for years that AL only is checkers is chess and 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 MLB, you know, full MLB baseball is 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 checkers and and AL only is chess. Like, how could you say PPR? First of all, one quarterback leagues are checkers, but yeah. I understand we're not there yet. We haven't it's definitely gaining popularity, but we we haven't converted the Matthew Berrys of the world, let alone the Bills. Yeah, Stones. and by the way, the only argument against it, which is the dumbest argument, is there's not two quarterbacks in real football. Yeah, you know what also there is? There's offensive linemen and defenses and there's like Yeah, no by the way, that's well, I got downvoted in the league this year when I wanted to switch to two quarterbacks and then I quit the league and then they begged me to come back, but yeah. didn't switch that rule. Um 
I lost eleven to one last year. I lost the same vote seven to five. Yeah. This year I lost eleven to one. And one guy's like, "Well, there aren't two quarterbacks on the field." Yeah, and you play fantasy hockey, you have two goalies. I don't think there are two goalies in the NHL, moron. Also, penalty minutes in fantasy hockey are good. But yeah, they're bad in real life. Um, yeah, I've never understood that about uh, hockey. Uh, yeah, so, de- there's no real defense. So, slash I, so I didn't. Teams. So I didn't play fantasy football in 2001 because we were. Uh, I was studying in Israel for the year, and like this was like way before these smartphones or Wi-Fi. Yeah, you were in a school with nerds and no internet. I was so in a school, like with we cool did people, have, we but did they were ha- too cool to invite me. We did have in the basement these like Apple IIe computers that had like this internet service. All you could do was like send and receive emails, but it was like all it was like an yeah. Apple IIe screen, where it's all like black and green, you know. Yeah, you were and, in a more academic school than and me. And somebody so. well, <laughs> academic because it didn't have the internet. And somebody found yeah. a way to manipulate it where you could actually get onto the regular internet, and you could go to like ESPN.com, yeah. and you would just see a text version of the website. But somebody probably narked to the the people who run the school, and they fixed it. Uh, no, I don't That's think they cared. Were. I don't remember, but um, yeah. Anyway, it was in like a, but yeah. So I, but I had played in, in 2000, which was the inaugural year mm-hmm. of this long time league. Shamaria actually was not. Stu was not in the league that year. In 2000, the season started before school started. Yeah. And so we did the draft after week one. Yeah. So week one, Dante Culpepper rushes for three touchdowns in week one. Uh, that was the year that, of course, would end with 41 nothing in the Meadowlands for the Vikings in the NFC Championship mm-hmm. game. Uh, and Great. so I remember we, we were drafting, and I was like, you know, at night I had to call every person who was their pick to tell them it was their pick. And I remember Mark Plout. He uh, was picking one yep. spot ahead of Moshe me. Moshe Plout now. Yeah, yes. Uh, he was picking one spot Does he ahead know what a podcast is? Does Mark know what a podcast is? You know, I actually saw him last month for the first time in 15 years. I'll pretend that's surprise, but you did tell me that. Yeah, um, but I, you didn't tell him. I don't. I, I. Just to give an idea of like how this, I. I would bet all my money that he's never heard of a podcast. I would think he's heard of a podcast. I'm not. I sure can. I can. My my mom is one of my mom is his mom's boss. I will. I will. I will ask. I, well, my mom has. Yeah, I will ask my mom to ask Drazel Plout okay. if Mark Plout has ever heard of a podcast, and okay. I'll get back to you. Okay, uh, you do that. Um, so Plout was picking one spot behind me, and I called him. It was like the second or third round, and he said, or one spot ahead of me, and he said he was unsure of quarterback between Culpepper and somebody else. And he says to me, well, you're a Vikings fan. What do you think? And I said, oh, a quarterback's not going to get three rushing touchdowns. That's totally unsustainable. Don't pick Culpepper. Of course he didn't, but mm-hmm. he did have like 30 passing touchdowns. So, yeah, so I got him at the very next pick. And I rode mm. him and um, him and Emmett Smith and Eddie George to a title that year. So that was pretty good. Times. Eddie George, he had a yeah. yeah. All right, all right. So and, uh, number two yeah, so for Simmons. I, so then I had nobody in two thousand one, and then nobody in two thousand two, uh-huh. and then our league came back two thousand three. So yeah, so Simmons, we're gonna read this column and make fun of it. And uh, if you don't like this, then uh, you'll get a podcast without me tomorrow. So yeah, all right. So number his, his second piece of advice after books and magazines. Yeah, the forced hangover. Wait, hold on. on the wait, night wait, before we didn't, the dr- wait, hold on. We didn't finish making fun of number one. So number okay, one is, yeah, is keep going. do your homework. So this is what he means by do your homework. Buy at least two books and magazines. Read the USA uh-huh. Today's football reports. Yes. Check the sporting news comprehensive team reports every week. These aren't even so bad, to be fair. You could probably <laughs> still do these things in theory. I mean, no. Why would you be reading any like hard copy paper or anything? Yeah, but you could go to their website and read that, it. Well, but, but the crazy thing is, yeah, th- then he ends number one by saying, the previous paragraph makes it seem like you can't have a life and win a fantasy football league, but you can't have a life and win a fantasy football league. Like, the amount of preparation that he describes in number one is a million times less than the worst fantasy football player I know would do today. Yeah, so are we, no. So are we I, all, like, bigger You can, by the way, if, if you want, if you like fantasy football, you're like, yeah, no. You can have a life and play fantasy football. You can't have a life and play fantasy baseball. Partially true, like, yeah. I check my fantasy baseball team like eight times a day. Fantasy football, 
There are days where you have nothing to do, basically. Yeah, fantasy football is manageable because it's a once a week activity. Yeah. All right, number two, the forced hangover. On the night before the draft, drag the other team owners out for a pre-draft drinking binge. Oh, yeah, one of those. You know how, uh, you know how our wives are going to let us go out two nights in a row? Yeah. By the way, Bill would not also not be allowed to go out two nights in a row nowadays. Yeah. Uh, you want everyone as hungover as possible on draft day. If they're puking by midnight, that's a good thing. And he lists his bar tactics. Yeah. Number one. And by the way, why, like most drafts that I go to, people are, are not sober by like the, you know, 10, 20 minutes into the draft anyway. So why are you trying to get them drunk the day before? They'll be drunk at the draft. Yeah, listener Jake Larson every year posts, uh, like, pictures from his draft with his friends, and there's usually someone who dies by, like, the third (laughs) round. There's a guy who they just, like, they revive with, and, like, he picks, you know, like, Curtis Enos, and then they, or, like, Rashawn Salam, and then they put him back down. So a couple of, Um, a couple of years ago in in my longtime draft, it was the year after, it was, it was Michael Vick's second year in Philadelphia. So he has the previous mm -hmm. year, he has the crazy breakout season. And we're a two quarterback league, so top quarterbacks go, you know, they're like the most the most expensive players. They can approach hundred dollars. And I was price, I was sort of price enforcing on Michael Vick. Somebody had him at sixty eight, and I'm like, well, that's way too low. So I said sixty nine. And the problem was that I only had sixty nine dollars left, plus like one, you know, the minimums for all my remaining players. Mm-hmm. And so somebody realized that and said, wait a second, Chester only has, and this is like early in the draft. I had like two guys on my team, so everybody's like, wait a second, nobody else bid. So that I would be forced out to have a team of three players, essentially. <laughs> and so um, and so I actually was, I was getting Vic for not a terrible price, but the problem is I had literally nobody else. And so I said, screw right. this, and I proceeded to become extremely not sober over the next like half hour. I had literally nothing to do for two hours. I was gonna wait till like you know the, the end of the draft to take like a bunch of one dollar guys. And uh, mm-hmm. I remember uh, Robbie Weisenfeld, uh, formerly super fan Robbie, although we haven't heard from him in a while. He got very pissed at me. Well, we need, he, we, need Robbie, we need Robbie to do a college football yeah. podcast before this. But he, he was mad at me. He said, as the commissioner of the league, I had a duty to stay somewhat sober, even though I wasn't, like, in charge of running the draft, and I had nobody to draft myself, so I didn't really understand that. Yeah, and, no, I, and, hear, I hear what you're saying. And Robbie ended up engaging in much more illegal activities, or attempting to later on that draft, so. <laughs> okay, all right, so one of, one of Simmons' bar tactics is study everyone's drink tendencies or deficiencies. Yeah. For yeah. instance, let's say your buddy Murph, because we all have five buddies named Murph, ah. can't handle Jägermeister shots. Every time he does more than one, he invariably yanks off his shirt, climbs on top of a bar, starts calling himself Richard Williams, and screams, it's v- Venus's party and no one else is invited. Okay. Um, by the way, terrible. seventeen years terrible. later. Yeah. Seventeen years later, Venus is still playing. It's insane. Yeah, and um, she's and her and her sister, are like, yeah, the two greatest players in the world, which is insane. Yeah. Uh, another a piece of advice: if you, if one of your buddies enters the dreaded beer goggle stage and starts checking out some dubious-looking females, encourage him to make a move, even if he's asking, "What do you think about a chick who looks like Tony Siragusa in drag?" Would any but of that sentence incre- be on ESPN.com today? I, I think Juliet Littman would, would quit that second. Yeah. Uh, an especially egregious lapse of judgment will leave him making the Troy Aikman face for the entire draft day. Yeah, I mean, so Simmons was very, like, fratty, bro at this time. But it's, I mean, very it's, fratty, his, his yeah. writing is actually not, I mean, it's, it's pretty entertaining, if we're being honest. Listen, yeah. there's a reason why he, he like, yeah. owns, like a, you know, like, a $20 million house in Malibu. Yeah. Uh, malodorous wa- warfare. After that night of boozing and carousing, show up for the draft without having showered or even having changed your clothes. This only works to your advantage. This this only works to your advantage, especially if you reek of stale booze, cigarette smoke, and overwhelming bo, and it's killing everyone else in the room. Yeah, half the guys in my league have been doing that. I don't even know if it's strategic or not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, appearance is everything. Bring at least five fantasy football books and magazines to the draft, even if you haven't read them. And again, them. that's amazing Just... because it's true in the reverse now, as we said. When Ari Diskin shows up for the yeah. magazine, you realize, by the way, I want to point out Ari Diskin won our league in 2004, and I don't, he's made the playoffs yeah. barely in the last 14 years. So, Yeah, he's, well, he should – I w- <laughs> the league I'm in that that I I left for a little bit and then they they asked me to come back uh, has has a older woman in the league and she brings a magazine and like yeah. she I don't think she's done any research until she opens up the pops up with a magazine and it's a we get together to like eat but it's an online draft which also bothers me because yeah. it's more even if you're just calling out the picks it's much more fun and like it could take three hours and no, online is terrible. Or whatever. You, gotta, you gotta do a live draft. That's the full part of fantasy football. We but do like, a live draft, but the picking is online, which makes no sense. Yeah, so everybody's in the room. Yeah, I don't understand that. I, I really wish Shamari no, was because there's cause usually I, like one person. I really want to know how Shamari did in, in that league in your school in 2001 because he was like so legendarily bad at fantasy football, like in the early years. Like I'm looking at our mm. all time rankings. Can I just read this to you where he finished each year? His, uh, his first season, oh, no, 2003. 2003, dead last. Three By the way, the only thing nerdier than talking yeah. about other people's fantasy teams is ranking the, the 2003 yeah. uh, fantasy teams. All right, 2003, dead last, 3-11. 2004, uh, finished in ninth place, but 10th uh, in scoring. 2005, uh, finished in ninth place again, 5-9. 2006, finished dead last, 4-10, and, and last in scoring. 2007, uh, he suddenly uh, got better. So for his first four years in the league, he never got higher than like second or third to the bottom. So, uh, yeah, I don't know what he was bragging about in, uh, in those early seasons. Yeah. Yeah. So Simmons ends the thing about magazines. It's all about perception. You want the other owners thinking, good God, look at this guy. I don't have a chance. Yeah. And number five, his next piece of advice is is just golden. <laughs> and I'd say holds up in 2018 just as well as it did in 2001. I don't know what kind of draft Bring at least two porno mags with you. Yeah. At every draft, there are always one or two guys who become distracted by the porno ba- mags and lose their focus. Wait, this always <laughs> happens? <laughs> this is like a known thing that there's the one or two guys? I mean, at first of all, two roto owners. Have you seen no. a pornographic magazine in this century? No. I'm not saying have you looked at one. Have you seen one like in a news? No, I haven't seen like, one yeah. like in a, in, a, in a store. Yeah, I mean they're they're behind that white curtain sometimes, but I. But I I haven't even I, seen one. In, I'm saying at a newsstand in, in you know in. 15 no, years. I've never paid attention. I don't think so. Yeah, so that that's that's probably the most dated thing. Although, look, you could yeah, like at least you, two road owners will be done for now. First of all, roto owners, you might even start a. Hey, I was looking at that fight. Well, well then you should bring fighting. one magazine, not two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, what's next on his list? All right, he says bring beer. Uh, number seven, yeah, bring make sure like... you have a creative team name. Very important. No. I would even call this one crucial. If False. you can fit a joke about somebody else's mom or sister in the team name, do so. Just make sure it's perverted and or incendiary. Yeah. For instance, I have decided on a team name this year, but I think I'm doing something involving my buddy Camper's sister and the word Lewinsky. What happened to Camper? You don't hear much about Camper. Yeah, nowadays. Camper. Whatever happened to him? I would like, let's with 32 fans. I feel like I could name like 20 of Simmons' friends, but I don't know Camper. Yeah. I agree with you. That's a, that's a very good question. Um, so our league has a has a no wives rule, but everyone else is uh, open for a constant. Tournament. Oh, so you can make fun of people's kids, just not their wives. Yeah, that's the, yeah. We have a no wives rule. Correct. Now your fantasy auction is at your house every year, right? Uh, this year I think it might be at someone else's house, but yeah, it, it was at my house last year. Yeah. Uh huh. And you famously make people fly in, even if they live out of state, right? I mean, what I mean, I lived out of state for most years of this league's existence, and I flew in. So you make people fly in, yeah. and if they can't fly in, you make them get another human being to show up in their stead in the draft. Is that correct? Yes. you got to have 12 live human beings uh, breathing in the room. 
And how many people are not coming this year? Well, themselves. Um, well, I mean, there's a couple people who sort of have brought the same person year after year who's now effectively their co-owner. Oh, okay, fine. Yeah. I got it. So, yeah. What would happen if someone just didn't show up that day? I mean, that happened a couple of years ago where, like, the day before, someone lied who said they were coming in. And they said, oh, like, my flight got canceled. And it was pretty clear they had never booked a flight. They had just lied. Yeah. What happened so, if someone's appendix went out, though? Like I mean, that morning. Obviously, if you have emergencies, you have emergencies. Although, look, this is a committed league. I feel league. like we you'd had, be mad at We had person. a guy in our league who was drafting from his wedding. So. <laughs> Why'd you so, schedule the draft during a guy's well, wedding? Well, I mean, it was a Shavarbacha, but, you know. So it was, um, it was like his, his wedding celebratory dinner. And he, sent, mm-hmm. he did send he sent a, um, someone to draft for him in his stead. And uh, that person was, like, calling him to, like, get updates and status. And so he was, like hiding under the table so people wouldn't see him saying like, wait a second, what happened? How much did McNabb go for? <laughs> so, mm. and by the way, that guy in the league since the very beginning, the only original member to never have won, also an Eagles fan. And in 2017, he won the league and the Eagles won the Super Bowl. So good times for him. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, That's the stay commitment. Stay cool. If you draft at your own wedding within 15 years, you'll eventually win a title. Yes. Stay cool. No matter which pick you draw before the draft, when everyone picks cards or numbers to determine the draft selection, Pretend you drew the draft you wanted. Well, no, I'm not he even had, reading ones auction. that have to do with snake drafts. Yeah. Well, but nobody I mean, knew I what an auction was. You didn't know what an auction was in 2001. Come on. If you like the porn one, you're going to love this next one. Number 10. The title is Even if porn has already been introduced, introduce it again. That's the <laughs> title of number 10. If All you're right. holding the draft at someone's house and the TV is running in the background, wait until your buddy goes to the bathroom and quickly order a three hour block of the Spice Channel. You think I remember, the Spice, I remember the Spice Channel. Yeah. I don't think it still exists. <laughs> Odds are your buddy won't be upset. He'll probably even stick a tape in so he can record some of the action. Oh, my gosh. Now so we've gone back to, like, the 1980s. Yeah. Uh, and with porn constantly blaring in the background, at least two owners will be done for the day, especially if they're married. Yeah. All right. You know those married guys. They, they, if they see porn, that's it. They, yeah. They're like, oh, I, I, I got a tape. I whip up my VHS. Yeah. And yeah, there I go. <laughs> Where's my VHS? I need. All right. Number 11, Al Bundy Warfare. During the actual draft... Keep your hands nestled inside your pants as much as possible. Then periodically stick your hand into the big bowl of Doritos or no, Ruffles. No, if you do that, you're out of my league. I'm sorry. You're gonna get <laughs> you're gonna get kicked out of the league, <laughs> yeah. Bill. Don't do that. Don't do that. That's not like a strategy. <laughs> That's like the most disgusting thing. By the way, my by the son, way, the same Al Bundy guy literally drafts with John Hamm nowadays. <laughs> my uh, my one year old son. It's a big problem. He is he at all times sticks his right hand in his diaper. Mm. And so we've, we've actually had to go where he only we only put him in onesies now because if he wears like a shirt yeah. pants that's separate, his hand is going straight mm-hmm. in there. And I really. Yeah, yeah I mean, you do the onesies. Also, some some kids like once they get to like one and a half or whatever or two, they start ripping off their diaper because then they're like able to. So that's yeah. you got to do the onesie. By the way, this has been dad talk from Kevin Chester. Some yeah. actual useful advice. Yeah. You do the onesie. Yeah. Uh, number 12. Pa- bring up past triumphs. If you happen to have won the previous year's league. Reminder or remember to remind everyone else about this fact at least four to five hundred times during the draft. You can't emphasize this one enough. Also, refer to yourself in third person as the champ as much as possible. When does the champ get to pick again? Now, how does Bill have any friends? Get- by the way, <laughs> does anybody want to get another beer for the champ? Yeah. With the third pick in the fourth round, the champ will take Elvis Gerbach. There's not going to be a repeat. I don't Elvis know. Elvis Gerbach. <laughs> Number 13, target the friend with a gambling problem. Most drafts feature an owner who enjoys gambling a little bit too much. If that's the case and you're holding the draft on a Saturday or Sunday, bring along a sports section with lines for that day's football games. Then, whenever there's a lull before the draft, pull out the paper and say something like, I can't believe USC is only favored by three. Yo, friend with the gambling problem. Did you see that? Yeah. Do, do, you, have, your buddy do, was you, have any, do you have anybody with a gambling problem in your league? 
I think... It, uh, I mean, I, I have several. I think you know some of the people I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I pro- it's probably me. No, I have, no, I have a couple people with, like, serious problems, so... <laughs> no, you have people way worse than me, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Only one or two. Um, yeah. Anything, uh, anything else good? I think he's starting to wind down. He's at number 14. He's running out of ideas. Oh, no, he gets the 25. <laughs> <laughs> um, peer pressure always works. Can we hardly this so long? I have to go to work in 16 hours. Uh, and the old standby. Come on, hurry up. Your sister's waiting for me to come home. This guy sounds like big effing Jewish dick, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Number 17, avoid the phone at all costs. It's a little-known fantasy football rule that no draft can have everyone in the league in attendance at the same time. Hence, you always have the guy who calls in by phone, a.k.a. the turd in the punch ball. Yeah, I, I agree with Simmons res- about this. He's totally right. <laughs> totally agree. He's on the phone for three to four hours. Someone has to talk to him. I think in the league, your brother runs a fantasy league that I'm in. Yeah. And your brother is in some ways crazier than you about these things. And June is like, all right, we need to get the draft date and time and place locked in like in the next yeah. 30 minutes. Well, you know, I quit being commissioner in my league because I was sick of doing that kind of crap. Oh, you're not commissioner? Well, everybody else thinks I am. And they're just pretending as if like I still am. But I like they think they think it's like I'm bluffing, but I'm really not. I said like I will. Yeah, not you said it. this last year. You said you quit. the. You literally quit the league because they they. They, people hadn't submitted their keepers by April 15th, tax day or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, I got dragged back in, yeah, yeah. And you guys, so I know no, no, everyone I'm, knows I, that. You... I, I've agreed to be associate commissioner or assistant commissioner, but I don't want to be responsible for all the stupid bullshit, like scheduling a draft day, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, number 19, keep up the draft heckling. Heckling everyone else's no, picks I don't care about that. Can we, just give, can we just give the example players and the heckling? Oh, that's what I'm getting to. Heckling. That's what I'm getting to. If yeah. someone takes Jake Plummer in the second round, are we in the sixth round? I just, I think I just blacked out. If someone takes Ladanian Tomlinson, too bad you can't draft him in offensive line. Boy, you that is the what worst is possible take because Ladanian Tomlinson yeah. is literally the greatest yeah. fantasy player of all time. Yeah, uh, yeah, and this was his rookie year, so not not a, not a home run by uh, by William there. Yeah, you uh, know what? In that rookie, Redmond, hold on, in that rookie season, he only had sixteen hundred yards and ten touchdowns. So okay, <laughs> and he led the if NFL in touches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, he was probably like the number one or number two fantasy guy. Yeah. If someone takes J.R. Redmond, you will get to will you get to count CFL stats as well? Okay, someone serious question. Wheatley. Hold on, hold on. Serious question here. J.R. Yeah. Redmond, I would have guessed he was like catcher Mike Redmond's brother. I have no idea who that is. He was a Patriots running back. J.R. Redmond was a he was Patriots a, yeah, back? he was like the Patriots like third string running back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Did not know that. Yeah. Uh, it, it, if you draft Tyron Wheatley, it's always good to have an actual backup as one of your backups. If someone drafts, someone takes Jamal Anderson, hey, the first guy with a limp has been taken? If yeah. someone takes Morton Anderson, is he still in the league? Well, I have the kicker jokes you're not going to get. Hold on. Morton Anderson, uh, still in the league. He played another seven seasons. Yeah. And he led the league in, in, uh, in extra points in 2002 and 2003 at the age of 43, by the way. Yeah, mm. so the Morton Anderson joke backfired in him also. 21, target the whipped guy. There's always one guy at every Roto draft. He keeps calling it Roto. Nobody ever called Fantasy Football Roto, I don't think. Wait, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Complete... Wait, you skipped over some of these other ones. He says, if someone drafts David Boston, will at least Arizona's number one wideout is still available? Uh, in 2001, as hardcore Fantasy Football owners will remember. Oh, okay. So this David was the David Boston, Boston year. That's amazing. Had 100 catches and led the NFL in 1,600 receiving yards. So he yes. was probably yeah, yeah. the number one as overall As previously receiver. mentioned. So Simmons, by yeah, the way, yeah. makes fun of LaDainian Tomlinson and David Boston, a team that would have won. The two best guys in the league. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So the guy's whipped. It's usually someone who used to be a guy's guy before he met the girlfriend and she ruins life. Do you think you were ever considered a guy's guy? 
Well, I mean, nobody ever had their draft more whipped by a woman than I did in, uh, in 2004 in, in this league. And I've, I'm sure I've told you the story, right, where Jen bailed and... I've, I've, told, I've told them on the podcast. Tell me. You know. probably have, but I don't care. Yeah, Wait, okay. the... Do, so you've, but you've never been considered a guy's guy. <laughs> now I've got a question for you. You yeah. have to take it seriously. Yeah. Do you think I'm a guy's guy? <laughs> I mean, d- define the term. Yeah, I don't know. And if it, do you think in the, the Bill You're Simmons sense of the word? You're not a girl's guy, think, so I, you know. <laughs> no, I'm not a girl's guy. <laughs> That's true. I I once had two female coworkers get into like an actual argument about whether I was like essentially they didn't use the word guys guy. I th- thought it was like it was something. It was essentially guys guy. I don't remember the exact term. Yeah. One said like, yeah, because he, he only cares about like guys thing, so he's like the least feminine person. On the planet. The other one's like, yeah, he doesn't drive, though. That's, like, a big one. And his wife, like, has to, like, fix things that break in this house, which was a pretty good argument. Okay. So I don't yeah. know if I'm a guy's guy or not. Okay. Um, so did your girlfriend make that pick for you? That's a good line for, for people to say. Simmons says, I thought you were coming out last night, but then I remembered you died two years ago. My personal favorite, Simmons says, is should we have a break after round six so the whip guy can call the whip guy's girlfriend or spouse? I think his electronic tracking bracelet is going off. Um, the albatross. Wait, hold on. You skipped the courage and sentimental pick. He says, my buddy Stoner is a huge Tampa Bay Bucks fan. Well, his buddy Rob Stone was actually a reporter for the Tampa Bay Bucks. So I don't know if that's a, I don't know if he was a Mm, fan. Yeah, I I, I don't know why I caught that. Uh, 23, the albatross. If someone misfires in the early rounds with a shaky pick, keep reminding them of that mistake for the rest of the draft. Eventually it will haunt them and they'll start making quick picks just to finish the draft as soon as possible. Ami Abraham, who used to be in our league, once drafted Josh Scobie. And I don't remember if it was yeah. the kicker or the running back, but either way, it was a bad pick early on. And the yeah. very first year that we had an auction, the very first year we had an auction, like the third pick, somebody says Julio, not Julio Jones, Julius Jones, the Cowboys running back. Yes. And Ami's opening bid, he screamed out, 80! <laughs> 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 he won. He won him. <laughs> Boy, do you remember the first auction you ever did? What year was that? I actually think the first... I'm not. I, I. I'm not sure. I. I think the first auction was. I. I just don't know. I know uh, the first time I did an auction in my current league that does an auction. Uh, a, a guy and his wife were in the league, and she had just had a baby, and she left for a half hour to nurse the baby, and had no chance at like forty good players, and still won the league. Yeah. I mean, one of the one of my issues with fantasy football, I think it's very true, and and I. I it just, it, it's much less fun now than it used to be. And I think the reason is because everybody has the exact same information. Yeah, Simmons was saying this. Yeah, it's that, really, I think it, that's why two QB leagues are good because there isn't a lot of data on them compared to the other leagues. But it's still, You don't have a lot of ch- But honestly, charts. fantasy football at this point is 98% luck. I really think that. And I say this as somebody I'm glad who, you think that. I'm saying this as somebody who always performs very well, so I would be incentivized to say the opposite. But I really, mm. I just, I don't think that there's a lot of skill involved. What, what yeah, I, no, I agree. So, That's why fantasy baseball and fantasy basketball are better. I, my mind was blown that Barry said that basketball is now more popular than baseball. Yeah, on ESPN, yeah. Well, so, but what, see, the reason that I love the League of Leagues so much is because, again, to me, the most fun part of fantasy is the draft and then, I guess, trades. Uh, the actual games I don't yeah. really care about. Uh, in the draft... You want, you want it to be dramatic and exciting. So the first year we had an auction was super fun because there was no auction information online. Nobody knew what the hell right. they were doing. And so yes. the numbers were all over the place. Uh, when, we did our first, when we did our League of Leagues draft a, a year and a half ago now by this point, 
it was so much fun because you had no like what are people nobody like, nobody knew who to pick literally the first yeah. guy did not know who to pick i mean the first overall pick was a guy i would not have taken in the first 30 right totally and, totally and there's three different sports and so that's why that's so much more fun and you know I the agree. league of leagues has has after two years of it, a couple people have sort of lost interest, and it's been a bit of a challenge. We have to do a better job of recruiting really committed people, I think, next time. But the most mm-hmm. fun part is the fact that because it's there's like totally like everybody's going to have a different strategy, which makes totally which, you know that's what makes it much more. It fun. hasn't been solved yet. It hasn't been solved like fantasy football. Yeah, has. fantasy football. Yes, I agree. Fantasy football is like blackjack. You can just follow the rules at this point and just play for luck, basically. Totally. So his buddy Wilker, that's another guy we don't know about, or Wiker, it says. Wiker took Buddy Bubby Brister in the fourth round. Bubby Brister. Wait a we gave him so much abuse that Wiker lost the will to live around the ninth round. Eventually, we found him hanging from a belt in the shower like David <laughs> Keith at the end of office. This it's is not a, dark. It's not, it's not a Simmons column unless there's like some, you know, some weird pop culture stuff. references. Yeah. <laughs> All right, then he gives some actual advice. Okay. Grab at least one quality RB in the first two rounds. Okay, that's fair. This is like a really novel idea. Don't worry about defenses yeah. and kickers. Again, shocking idea. Don't worry about landing quality receivers early on because there's always a ton of them and they all end up with the same stats. Something like 1,000 yards, 70 catches, same touchdowns. That is literally the worst advice. Hold there on. There are and, only and like... Here were his great receivers for 2001. Brandon Stokely and Snoop Minnis. Snoop no. Minnis, he says. No. Yeah. Just no. wait till late. Last yeah. year was Sylvester Morris, who I think was also on the Chiefs, and then they were so happy with Sylvester Morris, they picked yeah. Snoop Minnis. Snoop Minnis, I checked, played once, had one thir- very typical third wide receiver season, like you know, 500 yards and a touchdown, and then yards played and one, one more touchdown. game the rest of his career. Yeah, yes. re- one game the rest of his career. Not ideal. But here's the crazy part: like uh, I- I've never heard of Snoop Minnis in my life because the only year of his career that was relevant was the he year played I was FSU. He was a big player at FSU. Yeah. See, I, Brandon, is... Brandon Stokely's been all over the news this week. Yeah. Are you following the, the news with the Denver radio station and Marquette King and that whole thing? No. No, I have no idea what you're saying. So Marquette King, uh, you know, the new punter for, you know, John yes. Gruden ditched him in Oakland. He went to Denver and he gave this interview where uh, for like the sports radio station in Denver and he was like not responsive enough. And so they thought he was like sort of dogging the interview. And then mm-hmm. and then all the and then he and then he got in a fight with a different um, a different person from that radio station on Twitter and then one of the other ones said, you owe Brandon Stokely an apology. He played 15 years in the league because apparently Brandon Stokely's on that station. I don't know, but Brandon mm-hmm. Stokely's been in the news lately. 15-year career. I didn't, I didn't hear about this. Good job for him. Um, okay, last one. Don't ease up after the draft ends. At the conclusion of your draft, strut around the room confidently, muttering to yourself, I love my team, I love my team. Even if you hate your team and you feel like shooting yourself, don't let this on to the other guys. And make sure you go over everyone else's team while snickering and main comments like Fred Taylor should be good for about three games until that hammy starts sagging up again. All right. That probably did happen. Also <coughs> during the week, fo- during the week following the draft, send out as many emails as possible to the other owners with subject headings, like from the 2001 champ, when do I get my first place prize money and load the emails with, in- with insults about everyone else's team comes with the territory. Remember, if you're going to become a champion, you need to start acting like one. As Martin Cove told Billy Zabka and the Karate Kid, no mercy, no mercy, no mercy. Yeah. Maybe the uh, first Karate Kid reference for Simmons. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, he yep, wasn't These wrong. are my that, listeners. That year, Fred Taylor played two games. So. <laughs> yeah. No, listen, uh, we're not expecting his fantasy advice to have been good. Yeah. Uh, I just thought it was like Well, was here's the thing. Honestly, this reading this column, I actually have to say, like, I actually miss Simmons having an entertaining column. Because he, well, he doesn't even have like, a column anymore. Yeah. I mean, but he's but literally his, I, like he's a retired writer. Yeah, but he produces nothing. I mean, I still listen to his podcast sort of out of like momentum at this point. Uh huh. But I but I, have you gotten like genuine joy from a Bill Simmons product in the last decade? 
I don't know if I could like experience genuine joy anymore. But when his columns used to come out in 2002 or 2003 or 2004, like I was like really excited each time, legitimately. I will say when the Simmons column came out, I would I would print it out. I, I think I've said this before, but I had his complete works in college in a draw yeah. uh, in, in my room. And then people started like bringing them to the bathroom and they got like ruined. I threw them out. But I had printed out because the semester they accidentally gave us unlimited printing papers due to like a computer error. I just printed out the, his, his entire archives. I spent like a whole afternoon doing it. I would bring the old columns to, to class because class was so boring and I'd read them in class. Uh, I would be so pumped like Friday if I was, if, if I was like signing out on, on Friday for 24 hours. If like his column would post right before I did and I would like print it out. And then I would like savor it Friday night. I, would, I wouldn't read it until I was like ready to read the whole thing. It was, it was – I'll never have that feeling with another writer again for sure. So I know exactly what you're saying. But obviously yeah. I could never never get there again. I like the podcast. I like when Simmons talks to Francesca because it's like my two uncles talking and it makes me oh, a little I nervous. I so much. I don't understand. I, I, I cannot fathom what his appeal is. And especially the kind of people I know who like I him. I think his appeal is that you can't fathom his appeal. Everything he says has so much authority. What I mean, he says it as if it does, but it's always wrong. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. When he says uh, something, it, it matters, no authority, even if it's, it's well, he it, no. It, it does. does like he says things as if they are proclamations from a king, and that's yeah, it. Yes. There's no arguing. Yes. Yeah, that's his. That's his sort of strength. Being wrong about everything, but confidently wrong. Yeah, just just yeah, say things like that. we should. Anyway, right, this so was listen, fun. The, the listeners it was good got speaking a little to you. bit of Chester. You should skip Keith. the next. Should we do the new segment on our podcast called "Make Fun of Alex Chester"? Uh, well, I mean, it's going to be hard with some of your guests who don't know me. Grasha doesn't know yeah, me that well. I don't know. How, do, how did you guys manage to make fun of me on that episode? You're going to see. It's, it, he, he laces into you. It's a beauty. Is this coming out before that one? Yeah, this – well, I don't know. You tell me how you want to order them. I don't care. I, don't, I guess this is Friday and that one will be Monday? Okay, sure. We don't, we don't pot on the weekends apparently. Don't pot on shots. No, we could do a podcast on the weekend. What are you yeah. gonna, We want to post Saturday, Sunday. We don't have enough in the bank. Yeah, well, in past years, we've done one every day for 32 days. Yeah, you're not here. You also you already told me you're how taking the eight days off. You said yeah. you're going to Orlando with your family, and your wife will divorce you if you do a podcast. <laughs> so I hope we do 10 podcasts. <laughs> so, all right, this is gonna, we're going to post this on Friday, which is August 10th. Mm-hmm. People already already know that because they're listening to this. Enjoy the weekend. You will, uh, you'll get some Akiva podcasts on another feed if you really want. And then on Monday, we'll be back with a Seattle Seahawks podcast, which won't have me. But uh, we'll have me in, in the content, apparently. All right. Yup, these are our listeners. Bye-bye.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.